Podeskew Podcast is a proud member of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. Each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, video games, and much more. Put your shades on and listen to all episodes on SuperMediaBrosPodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, shades on. We're off. About a skew podcast. I am CJ. With me, as always, is my hetero life mate Rico. What's up, man? Petrificus totalis. Oh Christ! More Harry Potter. More Harry Potter. The reason why we're doing more Harry Potter, despite the fact that we talked for fucking three hours. The, yeah, the duration of like one of them um, is because there is other things that like I did want to talk about, but we were kind of like, all right, fuck it, we'll do a part two some other time, and here's that some other time. Right. Um, well, before we dive in, if it's all right with you, there's a couple of very brief things I wanted to talk about, non-Harry Potter related. You're pregnant! So happy to hear, CJ! Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I peed on the stick, got the blue cross, it was beautiful. Um, <laughs> what are you going to name it? It. Um, it's definitely going to be an it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Coming I, from I, you, it's going to be an it. What, right, what is- right. Um, no, I was watching, um, you and I had talked about the, the Simpsons now being on Disney Plus, and we've talked about that, I think, on the Disney Plus recording, so we're not going to get deep into that, but what they have done since Disney has acquired them is put together their first, um, like, Simpsons, Disney-ran Simpsons thing, and it's like a play date with Maggie. Maggie. Now, did you? I know you and I talked about it off air, but have you watched it yet? No. Okay, so I'm I'm not gonna spoil it too much for you, but it's only five minutes anyway, so it's kind of you know. But the thing that's interesting, a couple things that are interesting that takes place is the this the whole thing starts with what looks like Mickey's head on the screen. It's just mm. blue background with a black Mickey head, like just without the face, you know, the old school whatever. Yeah, the the symbol. Right. Then a light shines on, and it's actually Homer with two donuts above his head. <laughs> and he pulls down a donut and starts eating it, as okay. Homer does. Now, that's interesting. The other interesting thing is at the very end, before I get to the interesting thing from the middle, but at the very end, you know the Gracie films that's been there for probably yeah, since the, it started? The shh. Dun, 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 dun. Right, and so I guess Gracie Films is still a part of this, even though Fox isn't. I I don't know the relationship, so I can't speak to that. But okay, now Mickey's sitting in the audience. Ah, slowly but surely, they are infecting everything. Right, but at the same time, and there's been several new Simpsons since they took over. They're still taking shots at both Disney and Fox. So right. 
you know, Disney is letting them do their thing. Now, very quickly to the plot of, of Maggie's playdate, she meets this kid named Landon, I think his name is. But that's not, it's important, but it's not important that I get it right, right now. Right. I just watched the first episode of The Simpsons that's been on in the first in the last like three weeks, and they they did some interesting things because I don't know if you're going to watch the episode because I don't think it's going to be on Disney Plus for a while. Mm. But you know the sequence where they zoom in on the where Bart would be writing whatever punishment on the chalkboard. Yeah, not there, and it's written on the board. School online. Interesting. Yeah. And then where Bart would come out the door, the camera pans, nobody. The streets are fucking empty. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really kind of interesting. And then what I thought was cool was the whole episode seems to center around the fact that Maggie meets the kid again. So it's like a continuation from this little five-minute short that's on Disney+. Plus. Now, I think you can not see the short and still enjoy the episode. Sure. But if, but if you've seen the short, you're like, oh. So, but now they're doing the whole thing like, hey, you can watch the Avengers, but you're really going to get this reference if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Exactly. Kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. So, you're like, hey, we know that you're all inside, so you might as well watch everything with supply. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically so um but it was just interesting to see that now i haven't gotten through the whole episode because we stopped to start this so i'll have to let you know how it pans out but it was interesting just to see how they're starting to tie all this you know after it's because it's been what like six eight months now since the whole acquisition took place right you know so So i guess we we call this the scu oh the simpsons cinematic universe yeah well no, because it's still television, so it's more, you know. The STU? STU, yeah. Um, so, and speaking of Simpsons, I'll, I'll give a little tease to our audience. We are actually going to, in the near future, be doing a full-on deep dive into The Simpsons. So if you guys have anything you want us to specifically talk about, send over some stuff. You know, tweet at us, you know, shoot us messenger on Facebook, whatever, shoot an email, uh, potaskew at gmail.com and let us know what you want us to talk about. Now, we have a special guest that's going to join us for that, but that will remain a surprise. So, but anyway. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm real, that's, of the things that you and I know we have planned, that's one of the ones I'm really looking forward to, honestly. Me too. It's going to be fun. Um, but anyway, back to tonight. Tonight, as you mentioned, is Harry Potter and part two of our drinking game in the books. So, right. so you want to explain that? Yeah. So if you haven't listened to part one and I forget what we call the thing, cause we gave it some ridiculously long Harry Potter and Harry Potter skew and the half filled goblet of gab ridiculous, uh, ridiculousness or something. I don't remember that you were almost there. Harry Potter, Harry Potter skew and the half filled goblet of ridiculous. Right. So if you've listened to that one, and it and as I said on our Twitter account, it was unintended. But if you listen to how many times Rico says the phrase in the books and do a shot, you're going to die. So I'd like to also point out Potaskew is not all responsible for any alcohol poisoning you may require. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, that's true. From listening to our episodes of Harry Potter. Yes. Um, but it, it, I, I couldn't not mention that buddy. Cause it was, 
I, I, we never set out to do it, but when I went back and edited it, I was like, holy shit. Like, really? All right. So have your butter beers ready. Have your fire whiskey ready. Have whatever your fucking gilly weed that you're going to smoke up. Whatever you're going to do. Yeah. By the way, for, for people like smoke, our buddy Midnight Smoke, because we know you're not a drinker anymore. By all means, man, rip one off every time he says in the books. I think he'll just be, he may be the first person to die from marijuana, <laughs> which well, I think he'll that. actually be okay with. He'll we be like, that's how I want to go. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. But anyway, so you had some points you wanted to get to tonight. So why don't you go ahead and hit those? Well, my, my first question is based on our conversation last time. What do you think of the character Severus Snape? Do you think he's a hero? <sighs> do I think he's a hero? Yes. Um, I, no, because I. Well, but he's not a. <laughs> he's certainly not a villain. I think it. I think at best he's probably an anti-hero. Okay. Do you think he deserves all the recognition of like, like for example, Harry? Names one of his fucking kids, Albus Severus, which, first off, Harry, why the fuck you do that to your boy? That is a stupid ass name. It's a bad name. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good naming. No, not, not even close. It's, it's a really bad name. Um, and, you know, I gotta, I gotta wonder, like, if Ginny was like, really, Harry? Like, He's my kid too. Can we fucking pick like Arthur for Christ's sake? Right, something well, after it... after my fucking dad, like or you know, or the brother that died at least. Well, the uh, the the other twin chose that name. Like, there's only they can't use that name because then there'd be two fucking Georges. Oh, did I don't remember the twins' kids? So my bad. Uh, Fred had George, and he had another one because he married. Angelina Johnson. I don't. I don't remember what the daughter's name is. Okay, but but anyways, the recognition is Harry was like Albus Severus Potter. You were named after two headmasters of Hogwarts. One of them was a Slytherin, and he was probably the bravest man I ever knew. Okay. Right, because and that's why I think he's an anti-hero because he's certainly not the villain, but he's certainly not. He's not the. He's not the traditional hero for sure. Do you know what I mean? I'm just, you know, there's just, there's too many negatives to outweigh the positive. Yes, he was a secret agent. Yes, he, you know, was li like under Voldemort's not nose the entire time. <laughs> and right. Voldemort didn't know that Snape was a, uh, a double agent for, for Dumbledore. Right. That being said, I will say Snape is a fascinating character, but he was also just an overall fucking bully. And I, I have a big problem with bullies. Well, wait, wait, who is the bully? I'm sorry. Snape. Um, no, I. I... You want you want my re reasoning? I mean, you can, but I'd, I'd like because I have a feeling what I have to say is not going to be as long. No, no, I, I want to hear your opinion. No, I, I know you do. I know you care. <laughs> but, but, um. No, because I don't, I don't, look, cause, and we talked about this a little bit last time, like, to me, see, I guess it depends on what part of Snape's life you're looking at, because in my opinion, and we talked about it last week, like I said, Harry's father was more the bully, 
when they were there than Snape was by a great margin, you know? James was definitely an arrogant fuck. And, and he a definitely bit of a bully. Bullied, he, and he definitely bullied Snape, specifically Snape. Right, right. So, but, you know. But Snape also didn't have any problem with cursing James. Yeah, but is that bullying or is that defense? <sighs> Do you know okay. what I mean? Because as, as someone, and, and I'm not saying you, but uh, so I'm not saying you weren't is what I'm trying to say. But as someone who was bullied quite a bit in middle school, you know, sometimes you, you react or you retaliate. And I don't feel like that made me a bully because I'm going after my bullies. Like I didn't, I didn't pay it forward, if you will, to somebody else. I took it out on the people who were doing it to well, me. Well, okay, there is also the classic thing of like the people that are bullying hate their own life. And that, and you know, and we saw that with Snape. Well, at least I fucking did. Because Snape, all right, look. You get a little bit of books, that in the movie. <laughs> Shot number one. <laughs> um, I'm just going to make it a double. In the books, in the books. <laughs> That's a triple. Okay. There, all right. Are you guys all still with us? Okay. Um, Snape is a half blood. And his father, from what I remember, is not a wizard. His name is Tobias Snape. Okay. His mother is Eileen Prince, hence the name the Half-Blood Prince. Because they don't say that. Or no, they do. They do at the end of Half-Blood Prince where they explain it, like why Snape was known as the Half-Blood Prince. But it's very fleeting. And it's kind of like if you aren't paying attention, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, I, th- I think I missed that, to be fair. So it's a play on the fact that, you know, he's not half-blood. He is a half-blood prince. It sounds more regal and royal and noble and shit. Sure. Um, yes, James Potter was an arrogant fuck. But Snape was like that asshole who joined the white supremacists. You know what I mean? Wait, Snape was? Snape. Snape yeah, but... joined the Death Eaters. Yeah, but didn't he, unless I'm missing something, didn't he join to spy? No. He joined the first time when Voldemort was still first in power. And then he realized, and this is where the whole prophecy is important. Because okay. they really don't touch upon it enough. Snape has always been in love with Lily Potter. We know right. that. Right. We, yeah, that's, that's established, if you will. But he also became horrible to her. When he joined the Death Eaters, in like even in high school, and I mean the Death Eaters and like like Lucius Malfoy, like the, when they were all in ho- like in Hogwarts, right? There was still that gang of Slytherin that was like really kind of obsessed with the dark arts, sure. and that were sort of they were gonna they knew they were gonna join up with Voldemort when they were done with Hogwarts. They knew that, and so at one point, Snape calls Lily a mudblood. Okay. Did did we see that? Because I don't recall. No. Okay. Okay. So it it and and he instantly regretted it, but he still said it. It would be like I'm in love with a black woman, and then a fit of rage calling her the N word. It's like you only said that because of the ideologies that you believe. And she points that out to him. She's like, you said it because you believe in those words. Just right. because you're attracted to me doesn't mean I should be any different. You want to put me in such high regard because you want to fuck me and you love me. But really, like, if 
if you weren't attracted to me, you and your gang would try to make sure that I was either dead or bullied or out of Hogwarts based on ideology. Right. So, and then, you know, okay. So then he, he finds out that Voldemort is going to kill a child because there was a prophecy and he only, he only heard part of the prophecy, which is what that whole orb in order in the movie and book order of the Phoenix, the one that, they all go to the Ministry of Magic to try and find, and Harry picks up the orb, and a prophecy is revealed to him. Yeah. Okay. So in the books, <laughs> <laughs> there's another one who's part of the prophecy that they really don't touch on in the movies. It's Neville Longbottom. Oh. See? So Neville's parents, just like Harry's parents, Frank and Alice Longbottom, were in the original Order of the Phoenix with James and Lily. They fought Voldemort just like uh, James and Lily did. And they suffered a fate worse than death, ultimately. They were tortured beyond, uh, to the point of even beyond insanity by Bellatrix Lestrange. Okay. Helena Bottom Carter's character. Right, yeah, yeah, I remember her. So that whole point where Bellatrix recognizes Neville and says, Longbottom, is it? And she has a sort of grin on her face. That's why. Uh, okay, that makes sense. So the prophecy didn't specifically name Neville or Harry. It said a child of that was born in July. And both of his parents had attacked or had fought against Voldemort three times. Will be the will be the Dark Lord's adversary. It'll be his true equal. So Voldemort had a choice. He chose to mark who would be his ultimate uh, nemesis. But he chose Harry because he chose to half-blood like himself. Voldemort was half-blooded. Right. You, you, you told me that off-air. off, off air. So right. for our audience who's not familiar with the, the concept, yeah. Right. So he he's the ultimate. Well, no, we actually we did talk about on the episode. Did we? Be, OK. Yeah, because I was like, it would be like if Hitler was saying he was right. full on. Alien, yes. But yes, he's yes, like, yes, yes, yes. I yeah. do remember that. So it's the same thing. Voldemort is, is screaming pure blooded supremacy, but he's half blooded. But right. he keeps that shit quiet. Um, but he specifically chose Harry because Harry was half blooded. Or I don't know if it's specifically, but he had a choice. It was a 50 50 draw. I mean, in other words, the whole series could have just been called Neville Longbottom and the whole fucking, you know, series. It doesn't it doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> I it's the name Longbottom, man. It is not like even not Neville doesn't exactly have like a it doesn't roll off the tongue like Harry Potter. It definitely sounds the most English, I'll give you that. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. But and then if you notice, so Neville is the comic foil. He is. Sorry. I just had a what? funny thought that had nothing to do with what you were saying. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, what I, is just, it? I just, I had this vision of, of Henry writing a new script and it being Henry Potter. Henry Potter and the, the long lost Potter that no I one have, knows about. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. You know, and yeah, Henry Potter and the, and the golden toilet. Oh man. Okay. So Neville is Neville is a fucking klutzy 
chubby, forgetful kid, right? In right. the first couple books. And then he becomes super confident and is able to actually do spells and actually, and he becomes the second leader of Dumbledore's army, which is I, the after school program that they right. fucking do. And I would agree that that's kind of how they played it out in the movie. At least that's how it felt to me in the movie. Like I know Ron's always kind of been like the, the number two to Harry in terms of just like being his best friend. But in terms of like who was leading that group, I would, I would have gone Neville right after Harry first, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah. There was something I was going to say about that, like actual <laughs> important, not important, but like re- relevant. Now I lost it. All right, go ahead. If I remember it, I'll, yeah. So the main reason why is because he's got an over-dominating grandmother. Yes. His father's, his father's mother. I remember that. And I do remember what I was going to say, but finish your point first. No, no, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, because like, remember when I said to you, and it's it's slightly different than what I'm from before, but remember when I told you I got the actor who played Hagrid and the actor who played Mad-Eyed Moody confused? Yeah. The actors, not the characters, but the actors who played each per, each role. Yes. This is not an actor confusion, but when when I went back to watch these for the first recording, I actually got Neville, I confused isn't even the right word, but blended with the guy who's always blowing shit up. I, I thought that was... I thought that was Neville, though. Do you know what I mean? Ah, uh, so, no, you're thinking of Neville and Seamus Finnegan. Right. I I got it sorted out by the end of the time to record the first one we did last week, but I'm just saying, like, when I went into it, I, w- I was thinking Neville was the one I was like, blowing stuff up. Which, by the way, like, Seamus doing that was really not a thing in the books. There's your other shot. It's just a, it's just a visual gag. It was a visual gag, but then they like they dragged it out all the way to like like Deathly Hallows Part Two. Okay. okay. Anyways, it was just a weird thing. One of the random things that they did was uh, they added a there's remember the kid Colin who has the the um, the camera in Chamber of Secrets, the one who gets petrified. He's like always following Harry. Oh around yeah, and, yeah 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 yeah. I do remember. Yeah, remember, him. remember where the fuck he went? He just kind of disappeared. I felt like exactly, but you know what's really fucked up is he's got a he's got a younger brother who j- goes to Hogwarts named Dennis. Now instead of keeping Colin and Dennis through the series, they made another character named Nigel, who is that young kid in the Dumbledore's army that Harry teaches. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about characters, they seem to come out of nowhere. And if I understood Deb correctly, and I might be wrong, so if I'm wrong with what I'm about to say, it falls on me, not Deb, because okay. she knows what she's talking about. But I want to just put that out there for the audience. But Luna fucking came out of nowhere. Um, yes and no. Luna came out of nowhere in kind of the books and... The movies. Okay, so it happens in both formats then. Yeah, but even then, it's sort of like hard to imagine that Harry, Ron, and Hermione uh, Hermione have interacted with the other students before. It's not like they can't interact with Ravenclaws or Hufflepuffs or Slytherins. Sure. You would, it it, it was kind of like. Well, what house was she in? Did I miss something? I thought she was a Gryffindor. Oh, I see. I thought she was a Gryffindor. No, no, she's in Ravenclaw. Um, she, you know, J.K. Rowling describes her, and I kind of have to agree, as the anti 
Hermione. Because Hermione is all logic. And Ravenclaws are known for being exceptionally witty, but they're also the ones that can think outside the box. Whereas Hermione doesn't. She picks up the fucking book and studies it religiously, but and, and is intelligent, but is only able to kind of regurgitate what she's read. Whereas, like, for example, in order to get into the common room for Gryffindor, it's right. a simple password, right? Right. In order to get into the Ravenclaw common room, you have to solve a riddle. Hmm. The same riddle every time? I guess it's a different riddle, though, I would think. It's yeah. every week. It's not even like every month, like how Gryffindor does it. It's like you've got to do it. You've got to be smart enough to get into your fucking house. Okay. By and the you way, have to think outside the box. It's not even like this is the answer. It's like you, if you give a, a convincing enough explanation to back your answer, even if it's wrong, then the thing will say, well worded. Like that's a well worded answer. It's wrong, but I'll still allow you in. So it's like you just got to be fucking witty as balls to get in. So, okay, real quick, just related but adjacent. I just had an idea. Before we finish this thing, I want to mm-hmm. play a game with you involving the houses, but I don't want to get into the details right now. Just remind me of that before we end, and I'll get into it then. I feel like I'm about to fucking partake in Saw or some shit. I no, 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 no. No, this will be fun, I think. I, I hope, okay. anyway. So, yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, I mean, a lot of this is... Like, going back to Snape, it's it's really hard for me to disacknowledge that he definitely was brave. Like, what he was doing was really, really fucking brave. But at the same time, I can't help but have such disdain for the fucking man for what he did for Neville. Let me put it this way. You remember what the bog arts are? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The, t- the crazy things that comes out of, well, they came out of the mirror in Lupin's class and they form into whatever your biggest fear is. Exactly. Yeah. Do you remember what Neville's is? Uh, it, was, it was Snape dressed up like his grandmom, if I recall. Well, no, it was Snape, and then it became... Oh, that's right. When he did the ridiculous, funny. he turns into his grandmom. Yeah. So let me put it this way. Neville's parents were tortured past insanity by Belichick Lestrange. They fought against Voldemort, and Voldemort, for the most part, would be the thing that most wizards, especially purebloods, would fear above all. But the one thing on this fucking planet that scared Neville most of all was Snape. A du- like, like a chemistry teacher. Yeah. Think of that for one second. Th- think, do you, did you have a chemistry teacher in high school? No. Well, I mean, there was one in the school, but I didn't take him, so, Okay, yeah. was there a teacher that you just fucking didn't like, and they didn't like you, and they were mean as shit to you? Honestly, no, but I get the I get the point you're making. Okay, I'm just saying, imagine that there was an adult that scared the shit out of you, and you had to see this adult three or four times a week, and not to mention see them on a semi-regular basis if they were roaming the same fucking halls as you. Right. Imagine that's the most... Now imagine your parents were fucking, like, driven insane from torture, and you, and they were still alive, and you had to visit them once a month to see that they were empty-ass shells of their former of their former glory. See, yeah, and I get all the points you're making, so I'm not... And I'm not discrediting them, but 
and I, I'm going to sound like I'm changing subjects, but I'm not. So just bear with me a second. But did you ever see Valkyrie with Tom Cruise? Yes. Okay. Because uh, I know you're not a big fan of Cruise, so I wasn't sure. But Well, I saw it once, so I won't be able to remember tremendously. But do you remember the overall concept? Yeah, a um, German officer who infiltrates fucking Nazism to take down and try and kill Hitler, right? And he actually has a, a, a group by the end of it. I think there's like four or five of them. But yeah, that's the, the ba- you've got the basic premise, which is the point that I'm trying to get to. I feel like Snape was like the Valkyrie in this, sure. you know, in this setup. I, I, so you have to do some shit that maybe you don't agree with to, you know, it's like any under uh, undercover cop or federal agent that goes undercover. Like sometimes they have to do some shit, maybe not illegal shit, but they have to do some shit. They're not exactly, that would go but, against their character to fit in with the, you know, but to a child. <laughs> Well, yes, but we're dealing with a world of children here where I get the point. Again, I get the point you're making, but I'm just saying, like, we're dealing with children and and that whole thing, too, you know. I understand that, but, like, there's, I have to keep cover. But here's the thing. He's he's at Hogwarts where, like, he can kind of be a little fucking nicer. Like, ignore Neville for one second. Sure. Go to just how he treats Harry. Yes, he saves his fucking life in in, uh, Sorcerer's or philosopher's stone like when he he's trying to do the counter curse against quirrell fucking with the broomstick right he's still a dick to him for seven fucking years never once did he say listen harry i'm a piece of shit to you but i just need you to come in my office and i'll explain everything never once all this shit could have been fucking solved with a fucking owl well, wait a minute. Let's let's let's. If you wanted to get into this, this is why we're doing part two here. So let's let's get into this for a minute, right? Because you have to look at it from a couple different perspectives. And I'm not defending Snape here. I'm just saying, like, you have to look at all angles before you come to a final conclusion. And so, like, you look at it from the fact that, as we've already talked about, Harry's father was a real shithead to Snape. So I mean, that's. Right. Doesn't mean that it's right to pass it on, but it, it it makes logical sense too. Do you know what I mean? Something can make right. logical sense and not be right. You know, I understand that, but it that's not Harry's fucking fault. Well, no, no, it's not. But and all and even and here's the thing: he regarded Lily as the ultimate love that he never had, and he sees Harry, who looks exceptionally like the tormentor of his years. As a reminder that he missed out on the thing that he cared about the most. Yeah. To the point where his his um, Patronus is a doe. You know, when you look at Snape, you think, oh, his animal Patronus thing is going to be a is going to be a snake or a bat or something yeah, creepy we, and slimy. We talked about this last time. You you brought right. all that up. Right. But then the night that fucking uh, the Potters were killed. And Harry's got that fucked up cut on his forehead. Right. Snape goes there and finds the wreckage and steps over James's body, ignores Harry, and holds Lily's corpse in his arms. He doesn't like, I got to get this kid out of here. Voldemort might come back. Or he, because he doesn't know why Voldemort's gone. Well, and he just. Is it is it expanded on the, in the books? Enjoy. Um, that 
Well, it's nice the one that, to be not the one who's contributing to liver failure. I'm glad it's you for once. No, I actually specifically set the rules. That it's only when you say it, honestly. Mm. Um, but all right, don't drink yet. Yeah, don't right, drink yet. Um, all right, fuck it. In in the books, there's your drink. <laughs> there go you ahead. go. When they no, but in, in the books, do they expand on Snape's backstory some more? Do you get more of his childhood? Because I get the impression based on the way Rickman played him and the way he's portrayed in the movies that he had a really shitty childhood. And I'm not even talking about James picking on him. I mean, overall. Yeah. He, like I said, his father was abusive, but not to the point where like, it never was implied that he was beaten, but it was implied that his dad was an angry ass dude and always yelled at their mother. So is it, I mean, are we are we on par with the Dursleys in the way they treat Harry, or is it worse? Do we think? I, it's never that explicitly stated, but there is. It shows like Snape is living in sort of the dodgy part of England. He lives near Lily Evans. <laughs> I'm sorry, that immediately took me to Love Actually for some reason. Well, <laughs> no, dude. Look, we're we're gonna go over to a place like we always do. But do you remember? Do you know what I'm? Where it takes me to in that movie, or no? Where? When he's, when he's, when Hugh Grant's character, the prime minister, whose name escapes me right now, David, David, uh-huh. is trying to find Natalie after she's already been fired. Oh, the dodgy end. And he's like, "Where's the dodgy end?" Yeah, it just. I'm sorry, the way you said it just made me think of that. Well, I, I was pulling out the British. No, no, I, I, I get where you were going, but it just, for whatever reason. We, we, we in America would say, like, you know, the oh, other yeah. side of the tracks. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I know what the term means, but it immediately made me think of that that moment. But, but yeah, it, it is kind of like he lived in the village over. It was called Spinner's End, I think is what it's called. And, yeah, he, he um, the very first thing he does when he meets Lily is... He he causes even though he's like ten years old, he could they could still control some magic and and Snape is no is not a weak wizard. No, he just because he he teaches potions doesn't mean he's a bad wi- or a, a not a powerful wizard. Sure. No, no, no. He's exceptionally powerful. I mean, no one no his knowledge of the dark arts is probably only rivaled by Voldemort and by like Dumbledore. I felt like McGonagall had a pretty good grasp on it too. Two, but that's my point is that like, but he's also significantly younger than all of them. Yeah, I would say the only person he's probably on. You can you never really get a good grasp on Hagrid's age. So it actually, yeah, the Hagrid's age is sort of the pinnacle of how to find out what year Harry Potter is set in. Okay. Okay, so Hagrid. Got expelled in his third year of Hogwarts. Right. So and, that's and a, Chamber of Secrets, the book and the movie, third year. is 50 years to the day. There's 50 years of when okay. the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Okay. Right. So that, right, right, right. So that means Hagrid's 63. Yeah, but see, what we don't know, I guess, is where that lies in giant years, because he's half giant. No, he's 63. Okay. It, it doesn't. I mean, well, no, he may, right, he may what, live y- longer. Well, that that's what I meant. Like, like just to give it a comparative thing, like Chewbacca's three hundred years old when you meet him in Solo. You know, right? So but he's full blood Wookiee. He's not half a Wookiee. 
No, but still, you get the point. Like he's three hundred fucking years old. So, right. and that's and that's still apparently young in Wookiee. So okay, but Voldemort is three years older. Okay, so Voldemort, it but like so Voldemort would be sixty six in Harry's second year. So by the seventh book, he's seventy two. Well, that's what he would be, but I think with the new body, he's probably closer to like forty. Oh, that's an interesting point. That is, his age would be seventy, but the body looks about forty-five, something like that. Right, because it's like a re a reformed. Yeah, I get I get where you're going, but I mean, you know. But I mean, it's weird because then you're like, wait, Voldemort. That means Voldemort was born in 1927. I'm trying they to actually, do the math. They, and my brain's not working. Canon because like. Fantastic Beast One is set in the same year, so when Grindelwald was coming back to power, was the year Voldemort, Voldemort was, born. was born. Okay, they're not connected. No, they're, they have no. nothing to do with each other. But it, it's just a weird way of like, huh? That's interesting. Well, it's 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 like we talked about when we did talk about Grindelwald, that not the character but the movie that they they have these little things that link the two series together, like the. Sure. The the wand and the sorcerer's stone and those things, but yeah. But going back to same dude, I just I have a problem with with what he did to help Harry was still a way of being like a douchebag. Like you know, I he still made he he was just a cruel man, and yeah, he was bullied as a child, and but he still joined a fucking pure blood supremacy Death Eater group. He right, still but, became wait. a Death Eater, which the implication means that while Voldemort was in power, Snape was fucking up Muggleborns. Like he may have killed somebody. Wait, but going back to your the the, the pure blood group wasn't that under Dumbledore's direction? No. He caught. He had already joined the Death Eaters. Not the Death Eaters. The pure blood part that you were talking. No, about. no, no. It was just a click. It was just a click that you know Snape was looking for friends, and he was already put in Slytherin House. So obviously he's going to join up with Lucius Malfoy and and Crabbe and Goyle's parents and and maybe Bellatrix if she was there or some shit. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but and then you know graduation. Leaves Hogwarts, he just joined the Death Eaters, and then Dumbledore finds him, uh, and and or like Snape and Dumbledore meet in secret, and that's when he tells Dumbledore like, the Dark Lord is going to try and kill a child, and he says I I I am convinced it's going to be Lily, because like you have to protect them, right? And then Peter Peter Pettigrew betrays the Potters to Voldemort. Because he was their secret keeper. That's what it's called. It's a secret keeper. Like, he's the guy who knows where their location is. Sure. And if they go looking for it, they won't find him until he reveals their location and then he can find them. Like, it's like the, the, uh, like a disillusionment charm where, like, they, they, they can look at the building, but unless they know that they're in there, they won't see them. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah. So, Pettigrew betrayed them to Voldemort. They got killed anyway. Boom. Start of the story. Snape goes back to Dumbledore and says, you were supposed to protect them. Why didn't you? It's like, well, it's not my fault. They fucking trusted some fat little fuck. Like, I can't do anything about it. (laughs) And then he says, well, you want to make up for it? You want to make up for Lily's death? 
you got to join me and be, you know, my double agent for Voldemort. Yada, 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 yada. Yeah, but even did, still, did he actually say yada 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 yada. Oh yada. yeah, dude! Fucking um, the writer of Seinfeld fucking did a chapter. <laughs> um, <laughs> Larry David. Larry David wrote wrote all the wrote all the double door dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, but there's other parts where, it, you know. I specifically have to say that I think Snape, if given the opportunity to bring back Lily, even if it killed Harry, would do it. I don't, he never gave a fuck about Harry. He didn't even give a fuck about taking down Voldemort. He just missed the girl he had a crush on, who didn't even fucking like him back. That's the thing. This was not like missed love. Right. And that he ruined her, you know he ruined his chances with her because he called her a fucking, you know, a, a, a wizard racial slur. She didn't love him back. They were just, be- they were just very close friends. But then she, she kept going to him and saying like, dude, I keep hearing that you're with these fucking group. Like I hear you're thinking about joining the death eaters. How the fuck could you do that? Severus. And she, and he's just like, you know, I mean, I, I would never let them hurt you. It's like, that's not what, why, why would you join the fucking Nazis if you're in love with a Jew? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right, right. So the whole thing, and then, and I think Snape would not give a fuck because after Dumbledore died, and after uh, 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 um, Sirius died, Snape went back to the headquarters, uh, Grimald Place the old uh, black mansion. And he goes in there and he finds a photo of Harry as a baby, Lily and James. He, he rips it in half. So it's only Lily. And then he keeps it for himself. Harry, when he goes back to Grimald place to hide out. And now, because technically it's his house finds the photo ripped in half. He just sees him and his father as a baby, just thrown on the floor, but not one of his mother. He only finds out that Snape did that when he went in Snape's memories. And then we get that whole montage. Right. Snape is a little shit. And then he meets Lily. And but and I, that's another point I want to make. The first thing that he does when he meets Lily is he hurts Petunia, Harry's aunt. Hmm. Like well, he, he causes a branch to fall and smack her on the head. She kind of deserves it, but that's beside the point. But that's whether anyone doesn't matter how if, if Petunia fucking deserves it or not. The first act he does to quote unquote impress Lily is to be an abusive dick. Yeah, but how old was he? Ten. Okay, come on. Now. Did he get any better? Um. No. Like he, there is one point in potions where he. Like he is bullying Neville so much that like Neville's trying to create a potion and Snape says, okay, we're going to test your potion at the end of class on your toad. And if your toad dies and so be it. Think about that. I don't remember that. Of course you don't. Cause it's in the books. Oh, <laughs> shot. Um, that's what I'm saying is they made Snape more of a hero in the movies than they did in the books. In the books, he's you can sympathize with him. Like, we can all, to a certain degree, sympathize with a bully. 
But, I mean, yeah, his dad was abusive. Yeah, he was poor. Yeah, he got sidled with the fucking, you know, hate group. But he's still not an idiot. He's still, like, he still chose to learn the dark arts. And and he still joined Voldemort. Like, and that was before he became a double agent. I'm just saying, Snape doesn't deserve this fucking recognition, dude. Well, I, I, I mean... I didn't sit here and like sing his praises last time. For no, what no, no, no. And I'm not saying you are, but like, there's that whole thing. Like, I've gotten a fucking legit arguments about people, and they look at Snape as this romantic figure, especially with the line "always." Like, okay, yeah, you always were obsessed with a fucking redhead. That doesn't necessarily mean you're a good person, <laughs> right? It, Right. Well, the only thing was missing was Snape fucking like Stock and Lily. That was the one thing that like would up his creep factor, even though he's infinitely creepy. All right then. So, I I just you know it would have been it I would have liked for there to be a closure scene for Harry to be like so like <clears throat> when he tells and even when he's when Snape is dying, he tells Harry, "Look at me." It's not because, like, it's any significance, it, apart from the fact that he's just like, I just want the woman who has the exact same fucking eyes that this little fucking, you know, bespectacled fucking little fuck has to look at me so that he can trick himself as he's close to death to be like, she's looking into my eyes like it's okay. But I kind of want Harry to, like, go to Snape's portrait. Because, you know, every headmaster gets a portrait and they could talk and move. And shit. Right. Like right. Harry goes to Dumbledore's portrait after Dumbledore is dead and has a fucking conversation with him. I would love there have been a fucking portion where Harry goes to Snape and say, hey, so let's talk about we, you know what it would have been like? He's like when, when Peter Parker's talking to Happy and he's like, we didn't have a really serious talk about you and my butt. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta watch that like, movie again. I I love that sequence. But, it was just, but yeah. Harry just being like, "So, how often did you jerk it to my mom?" Because <laughs> come on, dude, that's just wrong. Oh, that's fucking wrong. Love it. We're we're talking about fictional characters. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Ben. Um, yeah. or Holden. Um, he's holding that McNeil. Yeah. Oh. Um. Anyway, should we? But yes, yeah, so that's the significance of Neville, that he was almost the boy who lives. But in the meantime, he was bullied beyond insanity by fucking severely snapped. All right, then. But actually, I we, just remembered another sequence where he kind of. I don't know if he's protecting Harry as much or as much as just kind of punishing Draco. But there's this sequence where Harry and Draco are standing on the table having the duel like it was a playing thing like everyone's standing around watching it and and Draco makes a snake appear out of nowhere and then which by the way and I don't think I mentioned this last time but JK's fucking obsession with snakes fuck her but anyway um you know and then Snape actually destroys the snake but if you remember he whispered in Draco's ear to do the spell I don't and I'm not saying yeah. I, it didn't happen. I would, I don't remember. Like, yes, he did do that, but it's he kind did of do like, do that. 
he did do that, <laughs> but it's kind of like him giving Draco a gun and then like Draco shoots at Harry and then Snape's like, oh, well, here, I'll, I'll just give you some bandages and I'll heal you up. Well, it's, it's like, better than making his shit disappear. Um, oh, God. Um, but we also should talk. You you said that you fucking thought the Horcruxes were stupid. I just. I don't know. I. <sighs> I'm going to ask you this, and it's, it's not meant to be insulting, but. Sure. The fuck is your problem? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, no, because I, by the time the Horcruxes became a thing, it, it stopped being. Harry, to me, it stopped being Harry Potter a little bit, and and while it was still Harry Potter and the characters and magic and all that stuff, it, it felt like it felt like Indiana Potter and the Last Crusade. Like, I mean, like it started like that kind of thing, as opposed to all the it, stuff they had set up to that point. It was a giant scavenger hunt. Yeah, and and there was no there was no school. I mean, yeah, they do end up back at Hogwarts for the battle, but like, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, I no, no, not really. Because the here's the thing: the Horcruxes had already been established in the series. I don't just mean in the books. I mean <laughs> in the movies. The diary is a Horcrux, right? But you don't. You don't just because we don't know doesn't necessarily mean like we we find out later. I I I think it would have been better if they had been destroyed naturally. And what I mean by naturally is like you know Harry stabs the diary with a basilisk fang right yeah. at that time because it was useful to do that for for the battle he was fighting. But he but even then he didn't know. Well, that's my the, point. That's that's the point I'm making. Like, so you're saying he should have accidentally killed the Horcruxes, or at least most of them. You know what I mean? Like, or like he killed them and then been like, "Oh, all those things that I fucking destroyed in the past six years, I, I just have one more left." Is that what you're kind of saying? Something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, some of them they had to like have out. Like here, the whole point of the Horcruxes. Especially yeah, by the way, what is, is, is it Horcrux's I or is it Horcry? What is this? What is the plural for Horcrux? Um, hor- Horcruxes. Uh, you're a Horcrux. Um, <laughs> but the the whole reason why Harry is constantly having to find the Horcruxes is because he is one. Well, I get that. But that's the most And that's even thing. bullshit because he says he has to die, if you recall. No, he doesn't have to die. No, 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 no. They say... Oh, at the end, yeah. Yes, he has to die, they say, for the for that Horcrux to be destroyed. Yeah, right? it has to kill the part of Voldemort inside him. Right. And they say a couple of different times he has to die. Those words are uttered by yeah. at least three different characters. Two. Okay, fine. He does not die. At all. He does not. No, 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 he does not. Because even the part where they think he dies, he's nodding and breathing. And you see it. They zoom in on it. That's the point. He, when he's in the King's Cross thing with Dumbledore. Before even, before they even show that, they zoom in on his face and he's still functioning. No. Yes. No. Yes. It's after. No. 
Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Voldemort fucking Avada Kedavra's his ass, and then Harry wakes up in a fucking white, immaculately clean yes. King's Cross in his own dream state. And, or right like before, fucking... and right before they go to that sequence, they zoom in on his face, and his eyes are twitching, and he's breathing. No, because it's a it's a giant uh, white bl- thing. It's it's a f- white flash. You're, I'm being, you're argue, mixing, I'm being uh, argued at by two different sides here at the same time. Well, listen to me, motherfucker. I can't hear her point, even though I'm sure she's agreeing with me. She is agreeing with you. Okay, so two against one. You know how we know? Because it was, it was in the book. <laughs> well, that's not in the movie. Okay, but you're also getting the movie wrong. You're getting the movie wrong. You're the wrong movie. Are you talking? <laughs> Forget a kiss. <laughs> but no, dude. It, look, regardless of whether who's right or who's wrong, I'm right, you're wrong. Um, it it doesn't matter. He still died, but he was able to go back because the only thing that really killed that that really died was the Horcrux part of him, and it was really ultimately Voldemort's soul that latched on him. Voldemort basically committed suicide or Horcrux aside. Hold on, De- Dev wants Dev's overheard this and she wants to put her two cents in. So, great. What happens is he does the the resurrection stone three times in his hand. He drops. He gets killed by Voldemort. Then they go to the heaven sequence with Dumbledore. Then he goes back, and then that's when you see him shake his head yes that he's that uh, Malfoy is okay to his mother. Afterwards. Afterwards. Yeah, afterwards, after he comes back. I say go watch it again. He doesn't actually die. He does. No. He goes unconscious, but he does not die. No, no. He nods to Narcissa Malfoy to tell her that Draco's okay after he comes back after the conversation with, with Dumbledore. It's not before, it's not during, it's after. It's after Dumbledore said, you say you were in King's Cross. Well, motherfucker, get on a train and go back. He's like, of course it's in your head. That doesn't necessarily mean it's not real. And then, boom, we're back in the fucking Forbidden Forest. Voldemort's all fucked up and tripped over like an old ass man. And he sends fucking Narcissa to go over and she shakes his ass and says, "Is is Draco still alive? He's like, fuck, bitch, I don't know. But no, he just nods his head. And then Hagrid picks his ass up and is too distraught to notice that he's holding a live dude who needs a fucking shave. I'm telling you, you saw the movies twice. I saw the movies 15 times. You're going to always praise that I, like, I'm kind of the movie expert. You're not going to take my fucking word for it, dude? Uh, no. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I don't know. I I I, I well, didn't how like else the. Do you think, how how I mean, you, you don't like the concept of like scavenging for Horcruxes, but how you would you just prefer that Voldemort was just insanely powerful, but he wasn't like you didn't have to kill seven fucking things in order to kill him eventually. That would have probably been a better way to go. Yeah, but then but then how the fuck does he become like a ghosty fucking thing? That's the whole point. They introduced at the beginning of the series that. Okay, he... well, then you do one, not seven. 
But that's the point is that seven is a significant number for the. There's seven fucking books. 37 is a significant number, too. Then they're all in a row. All right. So get over it. Okay. But if Voldemort sucked 37 dicks, <laughs> then this would have been a really more interesting conversation. <laughs> is that how he slithers in? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Christ. Slither I, in that Gryffindor? Ugh. Yeah. I Look, I. Because you're now making it sound like I didn't like the movies, and I, that's not the case. I just had, I'm, you know. No, no, no. I'm not saying you didn't like the movies. I'm just saying that I know more about this than you do. Clearly. That's all I'm trying to say. All I have to do is say, yeah, all right, I'll take your word for it. Not fight me on shit. Um, podcast? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can move on, but I mean, because we didn't fucking even touch the play. Now, you I don't even, the play. I know nothing about the play. Okay, Nothing. I'm gonna, I don't even know the I'm concept. Gonna, I never saw the play, but I read the like I I I read basically everything on Wikipedia, and I skimmed a little bit of the. I started reading the book version of the play. It's fucking bad, dude. And it really you want to talk about like you and I can argue about was Snape a hero or not, but then like we read what fucking J.K. Rowling did to fucking fuck up what happens almost twenty years after like this whole thing happens. It's so fucking just, it's like, you know how Endgame is great, even though it deals with time travel and time travel could fuck up any good story. Yeah. Okay. It's the bad part of like, what if Endgame was really shitty with the time travel? Right. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. So it's, remember that time Turner thing that Hermione has in the third year, they go back in time and fucking retrace their steps. uh, Vaguely. Yes. Yes. Okay. So. Those have all been outlawed and shit, but there's like one super duper one that like Harry's son who gets sorted in a Slytherin and he becomes best friends with Malfoy's son, Scorpius. That's a fucking name. Well, that's not on that. That does not surprise me in that world, in that family. Right. Because they're all constellations. All their names are constellations. So Scorpius is a constellation name, but fucking Scorpius. Wow. Well, right. But Harry's got two kids. So is it the one we were talking about earlier that gets sorted into that? Albus Severus becomes a Slytherin. Okay. Now, Harry Potter becomes a fucking like total pain in the ass. Like he's yelling at his sons all the time. He's being a verbally abusive little shit. Oh, good. So we Snape. Yeah, that's my point is like, and he's hitting like PTSD of Voldemort. But I'm like, it's really kind of very specific. This happened years after the fact. Like, you would imagine to be still kind of fresh when he was a kid and shit. I don't know. And then Albus and Scorpius use the time turner and, like, go back in time to try and fix shit. And then, of course, shit goes wrong. Then they find this one random chick who turns out to be Voldemort's long-lost fucking daughter. Sure, because, of course... Because that's a thing, right? Because And so, like... Before Bellatrix and Voldemort fucking died, they got together. Now imagine that shit. Wait, say who that again? All right. Ray finds without a nose fucks Tim Burton's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 no, I'm not stunned by that in any way. No, yeah. I'm not stunned by it, but just think about it. I'm just imagining like the line that Ray Fine says, like, I can touch you now. 
<laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. funny. So they have a long lost kid who is the heir of Slytherin again. And Harry has to like, Harry realizes what his fucking kids are like his kids doing. And he has to team with Malfoy and they have to go back in time. And they actually have, they get an opportunity to stop his parents' death to stop Voldemort from fucking killing him and getting the scar on his head. But he says, this is how life has worked out. I need to appreciate what I have now. And, and he, it's really fucked up. Like he's standing outside and like you, like apparently like the, the glow of the, of out cadaver curses. He's like, he's fully aware his parents are dying in front of him. That's the most, that's a fucked up part. But yeah, I'm like, a little okay. bit. A little bit. But then there's a part where because the kids kept fucking with time, Cedric Diggory, fucking Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becomes a Death Eater. And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm like, JK, did you fucking read your books? <laughs> like, you, you took, like, one, he's a Hufflepuff. Not saying a Hufflepuff he can't become a Death Eater. But Cedric Diggory was, like, the one thing a Death Eater would not be. So to, like, really shit and fuck with a character really was just like, wow, no fucking wonder this is not a book. Like, did JK do this or did that other motherfucker do this? Right. This, I'm sure the play is phenomenal because, like, most well-done plays are usually going to be great. Spider-Man Into the Dark, I heard, had great reviews, even though it had a lot of fucking problems. I still would have loved to have seen a fucking dude in spandex swing the fuck around. <laughs> right, right. But, like, I mean, there's a reason why, like, and people like like to say, like, oh, well, you have to accept it for what it is. No, you don't. You have to acknowledge that it exists, but you don't have to accept it in a fucking canon, especially since J.K. Rowling didn't write the fucking thing. Fair. You know, she approved it. I'm not going to go as far and say, like, oh, it's The Last Jedi, because it's really not part of it. I, I accept The Last Jedi is part of the Star Wars franchise. I ain't happy about it, but I <laughs> right, accept right, it. Right, right, right. You know, I, I accept that there's other religions that I don't agree with. You don't agree don't with any religion. Like what them. are you talking about? What? You don't agree with any religion. Um, I agree with a religion that is is at least honest with themselves. Well, that that's it, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah. Right. You know, but like I, I cannot like things and acknowledge that they exist. I don't have to like them though. Sure. But and I sort of think that's what my problem is, is that Snape is so like Snape and Voldemort are and all these fucking characters that we've been talking about again. We're so exquisitely written by J.K. Rowling. Whether you like her writing or not, or her politics, or her personal fucking beliefs, she could flesh out a character insanely well and make a villain really interesting. Voldemort well, is a really interesting guy. And I, I don't want to get into a whole other separate discussion, but that's because I realized I mentioned something in the last episode that I, I don't know if I need to defend it. That's not the right word, but I want to feel like I need to explain it a little more. Because I mentioned Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned it primarily because of the movie. And they, they made the movie, they made a trilogy out of the one book and recasted it for every movie. Right. Which is why I brought it up. But I am a huge fan of the book. Not because I agree with Ayn Rand's politics. Because I don't agree with her politics, her politics really at all. But okay. to your point, and the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because to your point about J.K. Rowling, 
she can flush out a character, whether it be villain or hero, very, right. very well. And she's a she's a great writer, even if you don't agree with the politics. So, right. you know, I enjoyed the story, but not the necessarily... Anyway, I just well, the, felt the need to defend myself a little bit from that. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, the best way to explain it is that people are fucking awful. It doesn't matter if they make your story nice and chippier or, or dark and moody. There could be awful fucking people everywhere, sure. dude. Like... Like, Stephen King is an amazing writer, whether you like horror books or not, but I would want to sit next to him. True, true. And, like, not because I don't agree with him. I think he's actually, like, he's, I, I agree with a lot of his politics and shit like that. But, no, that dude will fucking scare the hell out of me. Yeah, he's a creepy motherfucker. Um, so yeah. All Red Sox fans have to be, to be fair. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you can say that. Um, I I can say that. You can say that, yes. Um, did you have anything else you want to say about the book? Because I, like I said, I had or about the the franchise the as a whole fit that I had. What's that? The bitch fits that I have. No, yeah, I don't have anything else. Let's let's. I want to play a game. <laughs> All right. So, and, and this just came to me. So we're gonna flush this out as we go. But I um, I'm gonna make you the sorting hat. You're going to make me the sorting hat. Yeah, since you seem to know the most about this stuff, and I mean that sincerely. I'm not even busting okay. balls. And I want you... We're, we're going to try to expand this as far as we can take it, but we'll, we'll, we'll start here. So I want you to sort me, Deb, and staff. Okay. Um, and not in any particular order. You do it however, however it hits you. Well, let me start with myself. That way I can get the sort of like... Okay. Sure. Okay. I didn't know if we should have you in or not, so I, I said no, but I'm not objecting either. Well, I'm the fucking hat with a brain. I think I can, you know, be a deciding voter whether I'm in or not. Sure. Um, I have always kind of, like, when you read the books and watch the movies, people usually kind of automatically want to be Gryffindor because Harry Potter is a Gryffindor. All sure. the main characters are more or less Gryffindor. Gryffindors are kind of big-headed, too. So I acknowledge that I could be stubborn and arrogant but i ultimately want to see the good in people so i've always kind of leaned towards hufflepuff which are always kind of like like they're the oh guys what are you fighting for let's all get along right and right and they're and they're kind of like chubby and they kind of want to always just eat and like hey let's like hang out and fucking have cookies it's all let's just well, talk well, it out guys robert pattinson wasn't exactly chubby but okay fair enough but he was at least a smiley motherfucker Fair. Um, so that being said, I think I would put you in Gryffindor. Okay. Because, uh, and I think a lot of it is because, well, yes, Slytherin is sort of the racy, racist fucking one. You don't really have that, but you are prejudiced like we all are to a certain degree. Yeah, but then you could put everybody, by that logic, you put everybody there. So that's not. No, no, no. But there's a difference between like, slightly prejudiced or un or weary around people and then being a fucking racist or you're really like like so you are, hate them because of that are you saying that's what i am because that's what i'm coming across no, as. no no, i'm saying that's why you're not in slytherin because oh, you're okay. not that no i okay fair enough and, i and I, I a good chunk of being a gryffindor is you have to actually be brave and i actually think of your you as a pretty brave guy Thanks, buddy. I listen. I know not nearly as enough about this stuff as you do, but if I I'd been asked a few times by other people just over time, you know, where I would 
find myself. And I always thought, I always, for some reason, felt like I belonged in Ravenclaw. Um, no, because you're not witty enough. Fuck you! <laughs> no, remember what I s- explained? Like, do you like riddles? Yeah, love riddles. Are you actually, like, would you prefer, like, to open up a fucking, like, in order to get in your apartment, would you have to, like, do a riddle every week? I don't think I'd mind that, actually, yeah. I li- what, I... what if what what if you, like, were working all day, you're stressed as fuck, and you were like, I just need to get inside, nuke some food, take a shit, watch some TV. I think everybody would have days like that where they don't want to do a riddle, but, I mean, that doesn't mean that I, I no, I, I, I actually enjoy you, a good are riddle. You, are you chill enough to do that? I think so. Yeah. Or do you or would you prefer in those moments to be like, fuck that fat lady. I give like the fucking password is dragon uh uh Cabot Draconis. Let me the fuck in. I got shit to do. No, <laughs> no. instead of you're gonna be like, Oh well, yeah, let me let me explain this fucking riddle while I got you know, I'm holding three fucking bags of groceries and I got a gimp fucking leg. Thanks. Um I'm thinking for I'm thinking as you. I'm a fucking sorting hat here, bitch. <laughs> I I still think I fit over there, but that's me. I mean, here's the thing: is that you can you can make that choice. You could tell me that you want to be in Ravenclaw. No, I'm not telling you shit, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So where are you putting stuff? Oh, I'm putting stuff in Hufflepuff with me. I don't want yeah. my girl to go anywhere near me, anywhere <laughs> away from me. <laughs> I what, think. What she... are you frowning for? You don't want to be in Hufflepuff? Wow. All right. If I if I'm actually looking at her and I'm and I'm being honest and I'm not ah. being selfish, I'm like. Then, then she would be in Ravenclaw. Okay. And yeah, she's a Ravenclaw. Is is like if you if you think like Steph, then yes, CJ, you belong. I, I do. Tell, ask Steph; she'll tell you I do. Okay. Do you think CJ thinks like you? Okay. Well, motherfucker, you're in Raven. Why am I the Sorting Hat when she knows this shit? <laughs> I don't know. She knows, I didn't... she knows people better than I do. I could just say, "Oh, well, you're just a dick," so you're gonna go to Slytherin. <laughs> All right, this one might be tough, but try, Deb. You know, I, I, I mean, fuck, everyone's going to Ravenclaw. You, she can go to Ravenclaw, too. No, I, I honestly, if I was picking, I'd probably throw her over in Hufflepuff, I think. I mean, I thought of Hufflepuff, too, but at the same time, but. All right, what? so we're going to, we're going to. What? Do you have a thirst to learn? Do you have a thirst to learn? Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, you belong in Ravenclaw. Does Debbie? Y- yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, so you it's three fucking Ravenclaws and one fucking Hufflepuff. I feel like like the fifth beetle. <laughs> All right, well we're gonna we're gonna expand this a little bit now, and and you can stop this anytime you want, buddy. I just thought it would be fun, so there's no uh, like no no I yeah. no you you I'll, I'll do what I can. And for anybody who's listening to this, and then he names you and I name you the wrong fucking one. It's a fucking joke. Yeah, it's a game. We're having fun, guys. You know we love yeah. you all. We you love know, all you of you. Problems with it, you can tweet at us and be like, I'm a Hufflepuff, motherfucker. I'm like, all right, well, calm down, you raving bitch. All right, so <laughs> I'm giving you the one that's most likely to respond that way, or not in a fuck you kind of way, but definitely respond to this. Jay, where, where, where do we put Jay? Jay's definitely, in my opinion, a Hufflepuff. I think so, too. No, actually, I I think she's Gryffindor. Uh, my opinion would be she would be a Gryffindor. Um, Jay wants to make sure everybody's happy. That's Gryffindors true. don't. Gryffindors do not give a fuck. 
That's true. You're right. So, all right. Gryffindors, I want, Gryffindors want their friends. They don't want to piss off their friends. But a Hufflepuff will fucking, like, a Hufflepuff student will go up to Snape and be like, dude, are you good? Like, is there anything I can do to help you? Right. I got you. No, I got you. I, I retract my statement and I side with you. Um, okay. Okay. Rebecca. <laughs> I kind of see, you know, you could do hybrids too. That You could do, like, I think... You're kind of both of these, um, which is why, like, if you go online and try and do the hor- the house sorting thing, yeah, and you answer the one question, it'll just be like, "Well, you're in Ravenclaw," oh, and then you do the same exact thing a week later, like, "Nope, you're in Slytherin." Right, right. You know. Um. Now, uh, there are good qualities for Slytherins. They yeah. do give a fuck about academics, but and they do they do care about loyalty. Um, my understanding with, with Rebecca is I think she would be a sort of hybrid of Ravenclaw and Slytherin. I kind of have to go with you there, but if, if, if you're doing a percentage, it would be more Ravenclaw than Slytherin. Agreed. Like agreed. 70, like she, like 70, she would 30. have some Voldemort, like she would have a Horcrux in her. That would be kind of <laughs> fucked with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no one can do a convincing Harley Quinn impression without having some Slytherin in her. Let's yeah, I think that. I think I have to agree with that. I have to agree with that. Um, I think I know who the next one you're going to pick is. Actually, I was going to go Mark. Mark? Yeah. Oh, what? Um, you may not know. And it, look, it's fair. And it's it a fair answer. Is I don't know the person well enough. That's a fair I mean, answer. I don't know the person well enough. And I also kind of have a theory that he like is a fan of Harry Potter. I don't. I don't know. Actually, that's fair. I can ask I th- him. I don't know. I think I. I, th- I would. I, I. If anything, I'd be more afraid of giving the wrong answer to him because <laughs> if I'm like because my first reaction would be kind of like I think he's kind of a Slytherin. I, yes, but, not, but without but not, without without to your point about the the hybrids without the. The, he, the, would be, he would be the most confusing because he'd be a Gryffindor and a Slytherin. Yeah, he, but, it would be like supporting the Red Sox and the Yankees. Because <laughs> um, he certainly doesn't have the racism. That's for damn no, sure. No, 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 no. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, let, let me put it this way: the Slytherin doesn't have the pure-blooded racism bullshit. This is like years after Voldemort's been like a right, no right. thing. Right. Because obviously they put to your to your point a few minutes ago they put Harry's kid over there so I mean come on they put Harry's kid they put Voldemort's and he's half blood so sometimes the, the pure blooded bullshit although he was put in because he's a direct descendant of Salazar Slytherin so like that's yeah right, why. right 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 but okay so um I'm trying to th- I am trying to save some people for last for what that's worth so let's go I want to go cat ears. I don't know cat ears enough, but I can. She's a Gryffindor because she's she's friendly, got like a Hufflepuff, and she gives a fuck. But she will also call you out in your bullshit. Yep, which a Gryffindor will fucking do. Agreed, agreed. So she I is, think she is Hermione with the cat attached to her. You know, she <laughs> <laughs> cat ears is Hermione when she takes the fucking Polyjuice no, potion no, and turns into the cat. Cat ears is a young McGonagall who is a Gryffindor. Right. There you go. So there you go. Um, love you, cat ears. Of course, we love all these people. Come on, this is all all good fun. Um, smoke. Oh, one hundred percent of fucking Hufflepuff. You think so? 
Oh my god, dude. I would be the one Hufflepuff that wouldn't be smoking pot. <laughs> dude, it's the name Hufflepuff. True. True. Like, I, I didn't think of it that way. Yep. Smoke already has a smoke pun name. He'd be mi- uh, midnight smoking that Hufflepuff all fucking night. <laughs> right. Right. Dude. Um, he would be the one to be like, dude, our dormitory is near the kitchens. That's fucking awesome. Okay. Uh, April. I'm going to have to go with Ravenclaw. Yeah, I think she so too. Lo- she looks like a Ravenclaw. I uh, Yeah. I agree. Anybody who thinks outside the box and wants to w- work with horses, that's something that I would never in a million years think of. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, again, to all our friends that we're doing this, this is just for fun. We're having a good time with this because, like, <laughs> we're going to pay for this one. We are going to pay for this one. Jessica. <laughs> um... I, I know I I think I I, I can do you know that what? one. If you can, I can. I oh think. no, I, I've got it. She would be put in Slytherin, but would be furious. Like she would <laughs> she would be that one who would yell at the hat and say, "Motherfucker, I belong in Ravenclaw." Yeah. Okay. As long as that's where you were going with it. Yes, I agree a thousand percent. And yeah. she would be yelling at all the other <laughs> Slytherins, like, "Why the fuck am I here? You are also racist sons of bitches." Yep. And yeah. then, then they would kind of point out, like, you know, what you kind of, and I'm not saying Jessica is this, but they would point out her flaws that would kind of coincide with Slytherin's and be like, well, you know, you're kind of bullheaded too. She's like, the fuck I am. Right, right, for sure. And you know what? For that, I say la di da. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Who else can we go? I, I guess we have to do her partner in crime, Bethany, but I don't feel like you know her as well. I don't know her as well, but I would probably put... I would put her in... You know what? I'll put her in Gryffindor, even though I don't know her that well. I would have because... gone Hufflepuff, honestly. But that's no, I'd me. put her in Gryffindor so that they could break that rule of having Slytherins and Gryffindors be really best friends. Okay. They would break that mold. That's fair. And, I like that. And they would like and everyone else would be looking at them and be like, how the fuck are they friends? They're so fucking different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Fumes. Um Fumes I would have to I would put in Hufflepuff. See, I think he's a Ravenclaw. I do. I think he even has a Ravenclaw like uh, the scarf. Like I think he actually you might, you might be right. You might know him. You definitely know him better than I do. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think I just, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Ravenclaws are not friendly. I'm just saying no. I think Hufflepuffs are more friendly than the average people. Oh, yeah. And he, Fumes is definitely friendly, but he's also very much into that analytical thinking. And I feel like that's where the Ravenclaw thing yeah, goes. Yeah, I, so. I think you have a point. I think anybody who actually, like, stares at a computer and video game and screen as long as they do, they have to kind of think outside the box or to solve problems like that. Yeah, so that's that's why I put okay, them there. that's fair. Um, I, I, I'll amend my, my uh, statement. Okay. Um, I'm down to the last two I can think of. Is there anyone, and I know who they are. Um, well, you tell me and I'll see if there's anybody else that I was thinking of. All right, Henry. It's One billion percent Slytherin. Yeah. I was kind of thinking the same thing. One billion. And again, not the racism. Sure. Nothing like that. None of that pure blood bullshit. But like Henry's got one. He's got the name 
to be in Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. Like Henry Wentworth sounds like like a Slytherin ass name. Yeah, I would agree. Also <laughs> Henry, we love you. But you have got an ego as big as the fucking basilisk. <laughs> uh, like the Chamber of Secrets isn't big enough to hold it. Wow. Okay. And, All right. and there's nothing wrong with that because for the most part, you are talented and you yes. are smart and you have yes. a big, vast knowledge of film. And that's why you belong at Slytherin because you know it and you tell everyone it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. When I have to counter and argue with CJ that I do know more about a certain movie than him, that's defense. You are a motherfucking cinephile on the offense. Yes. That's and true. if anyone has a problem with that, they become a character in your fucking scripts that die. Um, that's I, a Slytherin thing to do. There you go. I actually, you know what? I, I got to back up for a second from the war I was going to go because I just thought of two more that I want to do first. And. These are newer friends to the show, so I don't know that we can maybe do these, but we'll do our best. I want to go Ashley and Joe from Lilo Multiprops. Um, I think, you know, they actually, <laughs> Ashley for sure strikes me as a Gryffindor. Yeah, I would agree. I would and agree. I think, I, I think Joe has got some, he'd be that hybrid. He'd be that Ravenclaw Slytherin. I think you're right. I again, I, but I think listen. it would fuck. I think that alone would fuck with them. Or me as to have be like, fuck it, you're in Gryffindor. Just like you, you know, a Ravenclaw and a Slytherin creates a Gryffindor. Fuck it, you're in Gryffindor. Yeah, uh, for sure. Okay, all right. I I think I think I've tapped out all of our friends except for one that I say for last on purpose. Right, Maddie Granger. Maddie Granger, <laughs> Maddie Granger, I think would be in. I think he'd be in Ravenclaw. I think he, I think he's a hybrid of Ravenclaw and Slytherin. Honestly, I think I, I kind of would agree to that. But I, <laughs> I think it would be absolutely hysterical. He's in Ravenclaw, and then everyone says, "Hey, Granger, are you related to Hermione?" He's like, "No." Right, right. And, like, he would be that guy who would keep Hermione Granger's, like, as his, like, aunt, as, like, a secret. See, see, the reason reason I I do the hybrid Ravenclaw and Slytherin with him, and, and again, for everyone we put in Slytherin, we we all, we think that none of you are racist in any way, shape, or form. No, we, we think of you as loyal. But not as loyal as Hufflepuff. We right. think of you as as wanting to be insanely successful and having that drive force to do it. But you're also see for me, look, and we've seen a lot of this lately on Twitter. So this is not me blowing up anyone's spot. But Maddie's very fucking angry. <laughs> yeah, and although I mean, Gryffindors tend to be the most vocal about their anger. I mean, okay. it's, it's, they're a lion. Lions are fucking true. loud, true, true, roaring true. motherfuckers. Yep, that's true. All right, well, then I take back my Southern part. Um, but I still would kind of lean towards it. I mean, because what he and all the Slytherins that I've named, you are all hardworking people. Oh, for Gryffindor, sure. Gryffindors yeah. can be lazy as fuck, but not as lazy as Hufflepuffs, which is why I'm there. 
<laughs> Ravenclaws think outside the box, and well, smoke and, works. And, smoke works his ass off, though. So I don't know if no, I'm, but I'm, but smoke also would one hundred percent prefer to be lazy. That's true. I can't argue with that. You're right. Like he's a hardworking dude, but I know he'd be like, dude, fuck that. I'd rather <laughs> just like kick back. Yeah, I oh I I miss somebody, but finish what you were saying, and then we'll go to that person. Well, no, that's it. Who who do you got? Chris, the Green Kareem. Chris, uh, oh, um, I feel like he's Hufflepuff to me. Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw? Um, I think he's a hybrid. He's a hybrid of Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because he here's the difference: when he would quote unquote Hufflepuff, he could think outside the box, whereas like Smoke can do that. But ultimately, Smoke just wants to think of shit that will make him fucking laugh. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. The ultimate Ravenclaw is OC. Oh, God, OC. I forgot about OC. Yeah, and I would agree. Yeah. Because yeah. OC only thinks outside the box. Yeah, like uh, exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Dude, OC looks at a box and sees a circle. <laughs> right. You're right. Um, I did, I did forget somebody huge and I apologize to this person right away. So I, but Logo Mike. Yeah. Logo Mike. Um, you know, Logo Mike better than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll let you take that one because I was kind of going to lean towards Gryffindor. I, I would do that, but hybrid it with Ravenclaw. I think. Okay. I think that's. Well, what's I'm curious. What's your assessment for me? I mean, I picked who I thought I would fit. I th- no, I think you got it right. I mean, but see, here's the th- but here's the thing. Like, I learned more in the last twenty minutes or whatever it's been that we've been sorting people about these houses and how they divide than I mm. knew going into that. Like, I, that's why I put it on you because I know you knew that stuff better than I did. Is that why? Maybe that's why you should like trust me when I know shit about Harry Potter. Instead of putting up in a fucking fight. No. Um, <laughs> so suck his dickus. CJ here with a few thank yous and to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcasts. Please don't forget to rate and comment. Podeski was a member of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Visit their website, BigHeadsMedia.com, and follow them on Twitter, at BigHeadsMedia. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Potaskew, Rico is at RanceRico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for our work via email at LogoMike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel dash Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Cool. <laughs> I learned that from Ron, too. <laughs> Motherfucker, forget it, guess. <laughs> She's like, that's not a spell. <laughs> you, can't just, uh, you, you can't just add Itacus to the end of every word.